Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. I'm super excited to be coming at you guys with session number 74, and today is one of our Fierce Calm collaborations. It's probably one of my favorite episodes to do just because we get to hear these inspiring stories of how yoga has saved other people's lives. On today's session, I've got Muriel Whitman on the show, and she's got an incredible story. In addition to sharing her story, we've also got some other awesome Fierce Calm folks, so make sure that you stay tuned afterwards. As always, if you love the show, please remember to leave a review on iTunes. It truly does help our show grow, lets other people know about it. It allows us to do these amazing stories about how yoga saved people's lives. So make sure that you click on the notes below that tells you how to review on iTunes. (laughs) Without further ado, here comes the show. Hi, Muriel. Hello. <laughs> Am I saying it right, too? It's Muriel, yeah? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Everyone always asks me that question, and I, I can't hear the difference. It's really bizarre, but it's like the Little Mermaid Ariel with an M. Yeah, yeah. because I would think, I would say, if I heard, uh, Muriel or Mariel, yeah, Mariel, you know? Mar- yeah. I get Mariels. I, I don't even know, but yes. <laughs> we could just start making it up, too. Totally, totally. <laughs> Nicknames work as well. I'm fine with it. <laughs> hey, Em. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually used to get that a lot in school, so I'm fine with it. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> welcome to the show. I love doing these um, collaborations with Fierce Calm, mainly because I just love everything that they do over there. They're so rad and so inspiring. And it's really cool, the community that, that they've created. And also just to see people um, step into their bravery and into their courage, into their truth to share these stories, I think is really just brilliant. Oh, absolutely. I, I couldn't possibly agree more. I think... Um... I think that's what connects us. I think that's what helps to create unity um, is being able to sh- share your story no matter how big or small it might be um, and, and realizing that you're not alone. Um, I think that was one of the biggest things for me with uh, meeting Lee and dealing with Fierce Calm. It's just so amazing how people respond mm. uh, to other people's stories because we, we, we relate. I think that level of vulnerability is incredibly powerful. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of us want to be seen and heard, you know, in some way, shape or form. And I think it's another way to, like you said, another way to find connection. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, let's dive on in, man. Let's, (laughs) let's, let's hear it. Let's hear the story from you for, you heard it here first. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, You know, it was really funny. I was talking to Lee uh, from Fierce Grace about how I think one of my insecurities has always been that my story is not big enough. Um, and, and I think that's something we all have to catch ourselves at because we all have a story to tell and the size really doesn't matter. Um, and, and, and sometimes it is the smaller stories that, that are a little bit more relatable because I think there are pieces um, within those stories that, that exist within all of us. I think we all experience a lot of the same hurdles. And, uh, and once again, I think realizing that you're not alone can help bring you together. But Gosh, my story with yoga is a long one. Um, My mom's a yoga teacher. Um, She found it about 15 years ago when my family moved to Malaysia. We are, uh, 
I mean, I mean, I've lived everywhere. I've lived in over eight countries. My dad's job had us moving around all the time. Growing up, my relationship with my mom um, was just not a good one, which is sad because she was the female influence in my life. And I feel like because of that, I struggled a lot with my female relationships, with being around women. Um, But she found yoga, she found meditation, and it completely transformed her life. I I can't even begin to explain how. But by the time she found it, I had already left. I I had left home at 16 to go to university. I went to Italy first and then ended up in New York. Um, And yoga was something that was, for me, it, it started to heal our relationship. So it was the one thing we did together. And I think for a very long time, it was something I did for her and not for me. Mm, um, yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, and it, it's, it's interesting as well. I think yoga has a very subtle way of drawing you in. So a lot of people come to it for the physical aspects and you, you can spend a lot of time kind of just focusing on, on that area of it. But it, it was always in the background in my life through everything I was going through. Uh, and I know it was influencing the journey that I was on, but from the time I was in my twenties, um, I was already, I, I was living in LA when I turned, I think about 21. So I was seeing a therapist, very, very LA. Um, but self-development has been something that is so important to me and something I've been working on for about 15 years now. Um, and I think that combined with yoga in the background, um, I can't tell you at what exact point yoga transformed my life, but I can tell you that the person that I am today is light years away from the person I was growing up in my 20s. I think because of the damaged relationship I had with my mom and because of the baggage that she carried as well. um, I grew up, um, you know, dealing with image issues, dealing with eating disorders, um, struggling with my female relationships. I moved around so much. I was such a chameleon. They, they have these interesting studies about um, military children, how they can be so adaptable. You can put them in any environment and they can, they can survive. They'll be fine. But we never feel like we belong anywhere. And I say we because I'm not a military child, but it felt very much like that. Sure. Um, so I had a very lonely, in, in many ways, childhood. And I feel... Uh, quite guilty saying that because I'm very fortunate. I have wonderful parents. I I had a wonderful upbringing, but that doesn't mean that it was easy. Uh, And I suffered with depression when I was younger. And I think a lot of that stemmed from this loneliness. And I've written about it a lot before, but I think loneliness happens when you're constantly looking um, to find acceptance from people outside of yourself when you don't accept yourself, but you're looking for others to accept you for that validation, for that self-worth. And I spent a lot of my life searching for that, always dating the wrong guys, um, always struggling with my friendships. Um, and career wise, I think I was trying to, to prove my worth for so long. I, I fell into the entertainment industry. So I used to represent models at Ford models in New York and then LA. No big deal. No big deal. Just, you know, I'll just throw that out there. Um, but I, I kid you not, it was like the devil wears Prada on crack. It yeah. was, yeah. it was on a whole other level. Um, and you know, it enchants you for a while. I can't, I, I have some amazing memories of some of the parties I'd get invited to just cause everyone wanted to be around models, but it, it grows, it grows old. I think a lot of these things kept 
reminding me that my life was incomplete, that something was missing. Um, and I was still looking for it outside of myself. Um, so by the time I turned 30, I burnt out like completely. I was working for a casting company after that. So in LA, I was working for LA casting. I took it around Europe. Um, and then eventually was running Europe and South Africa. And I was only 30 years old wow. when, yeah, it was, it was intense. And I ended up with gastritis with a hernia in my esophagus with Hashimoto's. Um, and it was all stress related. And it was, you know, during all that time, again, I had yoga in the background. I was doing a lot of work through therapy and, and my personal self-development. Um, but it wasn't until that moment that I decided I could no longer do my job, that I realized that my life was going in a direction so far from the one that I had always envisioned. I grew up knowing nothing more than the fact that I wanted a family. Um, and I was 30 and so far from that. I was unhealthy. I wasn't eating well. Um, and I was still battling those same demons of, of self-worth and, and self-love and acceptance. So I, I remember it so clearly. It was in the summer. And I just sat down one day and I was like, you know what? I have to stop living my life for other people. Um, everything that I'm doing, I'm doing it for my mom, for my dad, for friends. Like, it, it had to stop. And I, I made a commitment. I said, I'm going to do this for me. Um, and everything, I like, it, it's freaky to even think about it now, but that summer was the turning point that just completely transformed my life. I ended up leaving my job. I ended up getting healthy. I ended up meeting my husband. Um, I, w I wish I could say yoga was like instantaneous. I will be honest with the yoga story. It took me two years from that moment um, before I realized I even wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, but again, it was in the periphery and, and I know, um, I know that it was having that subtle impact of drawing me back towards myself, of teaching me that I needed to find myself um, in order to live the kind of life that I wanted to be living. And two years after I left my job, um, I remember my mom telling me she'd been saying it for years. She's like, you have to just get do your teacher training. Like, it's time. Um, and I was, I was a little confused about the direction I was going to go in at that point. And I did my teacher training. And... Again, it's, I didn't, it was something that I wanted so bad, but I never knew I wanted it because I had spent most of my life looking at my mom, thinking that she was this incredible human being that was the polar opposite to me. So everything that she was, I wasn't. So it never even occurred to me that I could be a teacher too. It never really occurred to me that, um, you know, yoga could impact my life in the way it had impacted hers, but differently. Um mm. And so I started teaching and I became a life coach and I can't, I can't even describe how different my life is today to what it was before. Um, you know, you talk about yoga saving your life and sometimes it, it sounds a little overdramatic, you know, like I, I wasn't yeah, dying. Sure, I sure. wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't in some big accident or anything, but it saved the life that I always dreamt of having that that for a long time I didn't think was possible. Mm. Um, it really allowed me um, just a, an opportunity to see myself for who I am, to accept myself the way that I am, to find my voice, uh, which I think can be so scary uh, to, 
to be heard, to, to put that voice out there. Um, and I, I've honestly, I, I have not looked back since. I can't think of a time. I, I'm, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm expecting my first child, a girl. Oh uh, my gosh, so yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, I, again, like it, it's, and I see this so often in my classes and I see it so often in yoga. We, um, we, we have these lives that we want to be living, but we keep repeating old patterns and old habits. Um, we keep looking for, you know, a different outcome, but doing the same things over and over again. And or moving. <laughs> yeah, totally. Exactly. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, but everything else is the problem, not us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Let's just keep it going. Um, but but it's, it, it's really heartbreaking because I see a lot of me um, in students that come to class that that are in a similar place, that are struggling. And, and I'm just so grateful that um, that they are coming to yoga class for whatever brings them there. I mean, it can be the physical side of it. It can be whatever it needs to be. But yoga has a really sneaky way of, of getting to you, of, of bringing you back to yourself, of giving you those moments of stillness where you can connect with yourself and ask yourself what it is that you want, that you can move and maybe unlock some of these blocked emotions that you've been storing for years, that you can question. Um just, just where you're at in, in life. Yeah. So. There's, I mean, there, there's no way around it. You know, um, Dharma Mitra says, you know, no yamas, no yoga, you know, it's, yeah. you can't yeah. do the, I, I think what we forget is like, you cannot do the asana without the other things happening. Absolutely. So although, you know, as teachers, like, you know, what our skill set is supposed to be in, in a public class setting is to teach asana. That's what it is. It's an asana class, you know, yeah. but the other stuff is naturally happening because of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly agree more. And I think that's really beautiful. And for me, having found something, we were talking about this before we started, but you know, the, to do something that we love so deeply, it almost oh, yeah. doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. it is, it's one, it's wonderful, but also I, I really think what yoga did for me was it taught me about connection. Mm. And I don't think human connection is possible without us, one, being true to ourselves about who we are, um, mm -hmm. what our story is, accepting that story, and then having the courage to share it, to realize mm -hmm. that that at the end of the day, you know, we come into yoga rooms so often, and um, it, it, it can feel so, again, lonely. You know, we come in, we're on our mat, it's our personal, it's not like people necessarily are always socializing but there is something about yoga that brings us all together to see people yeah. moving together in a room to see the energy that can combine to see and again i come i keep feeling that sense of we're all going through the same journey we're all on this journey together and it's such an incredibly powerful feeling when you realize that you're not alone anymore um that was one of the hardest things for me growing up is i just I just remember feeling really lonely. Um, and, and I don't want people to feel that way. I don't, um, I definitely would love to help my daughter not feel that way when she grows up. But I, I, um, yeah, there's something about yoga that definitely unifies us that hopefully gives us the courage to, to be vulnerable so that we can connect on a deeper level. I think it's, we live in an, an unfortunately very superficial world. Um, 
with a lot of false imagery and a lot of false realities. Um, if we can That's connect. an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a total understatement. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I like what you what you yeah, did say okay. that like you know we we do get to come onto these you know little pieces of plastic and you know on our own individual mats but we we get to come together and that, that because yeah. of that there is such thing as collective consciousness you know that it, sure. coming together and sharing four walls is is huge absolutely absolutely it's powerful and and hopefully um yeah hope hopefully it can bring people back to that space of realizing that we're all unique. Um, we're all special in our own ways. Everyone's story is valid. Um, and I think ultimately we're all just looking for connection. We're all looking to be there together. Yeah. Everyone, I think, yeah, there's this, there's a sense of wanting to be, you know, we're, I mean, we're social creatures, so there's a sense yeah. of wanting to be seen and heard and whether that's by, you know, five close friends or 50 of your close friends, you know, I, I think people really just want to, yeah, they just want to know that, that they exist and that people see them and, and, and value them for, for their gifts and their truths. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny in class, um, I always like to finish with some kind of inspiring talk or, or reading. And, and I love that people come up to me after class and they'll always say, they'll be like, I, it's, it's funny sometimes with Instagram, it's the same, but they'll be like, I don't know how but you're saying things that are exactly what I needed to hear today. And I'm kind of looking at them and I'm like, because this was for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, this was exactly what I needed to hear today. Um, So I I always find that funny, but again, just a reminder that we're all in it together. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so true. You know, I I think it's easy to get caught up in that. uh, I, you know, the, the, the moving forward of things, everything just moves so fast and we live in these cities and we live in this, world and you know it's it's easy to get caught up in that energy i mean it's it's exactly what it is it's energy that's moving forward you know Mm -hmm. but you know it's 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 part of the practice the practice reminds us to stop and to to come back over and over and over and over again every single time we just get to pause and come back again and, and and continue that you know come back to the place where we started absolutely yeah so what's it what's it like now and what's next Wow. Um, so again, my, my, my journey teaching has been a fascinating one. Cause when I, when I first started, I, I definitely started it with the intention of not teaching. Um, and then, <laughs> and then got the bug. I love and, that. That's, that my, I'm leading teacher training right now. And the very first thing I do on day one is who plans on teaching and like yeah. only three people. And yeah. now it's like halfway and I'm like, uh-huh, 17 of you Everyone. guys. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, I've, was very lucky with the opportunities I was given. I had an incredible year last year. Um, and it was, it, it was exciting riding that wave. And then I got pregnant, which is what I've always wanted. But now I, I've definitely been battling those feelings of, gosh, I'm going to have to put that momentum on hold. And will that slow things down? Does it even mm. matter? And I have to remind myself that um, it's not a race, that some of mm-hmm. the best things happen with time, um, mm-hmm. that having a child is something I've wanted my entire life. Yeah. Um, so the, it, it's, it's, it's been a, an interesting kind of mind battle of, I just found what I love so much and I'm about mm. to start this other journey that I've been so desperate for. How will I manage them together? Right. Um, and I don't think I I'll know until, until it happens, but for the time being, I'm, um, I'm excited to be doing a few festivals coming up in the summer. I'll be doing Sweat Life and Women's Health Live here in London. 
Um, I've got a huge event at Ministry of Sound this Saturday with my partner in crime, Richie Bostock. He does a lot of breath work here in London. Um, Is he the breath guy? Yeah. 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 He's okay. lovely. He's yeah. such a dude. Um, we always joke that he's my work husband, but it's it started getting confusing for people. <laughs> They're like, oh, your husband. I'm like, no, no, it's a joke. It's my work. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I've got, I have a few work wives. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. They're great. It's wonderful. Um, it's, it is nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's, um, yeah, he's such such a good friend. And we do something that we call uh, Omana together. So we mix um, dynamic movement through yoga with the amazing things he's doing with breath work and we're both mm. big fans of music and the power of music to um to really to really move you i guess um so ministry of sounds they have i mean it's we did it once last year um and it was just the most incredible thing um i've ever been a part of we had 90 people flowing in a epic old-time club um, with live DJ sets. Uh, it was, it was very cool. So we're doing it That's again amazing. on Saturday. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. yeah well, so. I hope I get to bump into you uh, while I'm out there. I'm, I'm going to be out in London in June. So it'd be very cool to like hang out and say hi. That would be amazing. I would absolutely I would love, love that. that. Yes. I've heard such incredible things about you from lies, lies, fairy tales and fallacies. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, don't yeah. believe that. I'll be, I'll be judging. No, <laughs> no, I really look forward to it. It'll be great. Well, Mariel, thanks for for sharing your story again. I like, I'm just such a big fan of it. I think that you know, kind of, well, one weird, you know, saying like, I love that I get to do this. I love that this was a part of my day was to like sit down and have this awesome conversation with you. But two, like, you know, someone else out there that's listening to this could could really find that courage and the strength to want to be vulnerable with somebody else. And I think that's worth all of it. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I um, well, I'm really grateful for being on here and uh yeah look forward to connecting in june thanks again for sharing your voice appreciate it so much thank you for the next part of the show we're going to feature stories from people from the fierce calm tribe first up we have blair sanning who shares how yoga saved her life First and foremost, I am not alone. Be in Love Yoga here talking about how yoga saved my life. It took me quite a long time to realize that my struggle was not my own, that I am like one in five adults in the U.S. that suffer symptoms of a mental disorder. Realizing that this collective body of beautiful people who are also suffering existed and that I could help them took a long time. First, I had to admit I wasn't as strong as I thought. I had to actually experience the feelings I numbed and hid. I had to break down and acknowledge my worst, scariest, and sickest thoughts. Next, I went through the process of receiving counseling, alongside my journey to become a licensed counselor, to provide those same services and ultimately teach people to help others receive those services. After four years of counseling, I felt great and I gave myself a break. Although I had learned skills to manage symptoms, identify feelings, and get help, without intentional practice and with some major life changes, A resurgence of symptoms returned and I was once again feeling alone, anxious, and depressed. Then I started yoga. I had no idea that yoga for me would be about confronting hidden emotions, working through trauma, and the yuckiness of finally loving myself and my flaws. Honestly, had I known that, I might have not shown up out of habit to numb and avoid. 
but I was also about, it was also about becoming more self-aware, introspective, meditative, serene, and ultimately mentally healthy. When I was sitting in my first yoga class, listening to the instructor connect what I was thinking to what I was feeling and doing in my body, I caught a glimpse of my counseling experience and training. I was hooked. What I found through consistent practice is that yoga is the introduction course, the mental health 101 class for self-awakening, self-awareness, and lessening the fear and approachability of self-explorative practices. For those who practice yoga, you'll know that yoga is the softening of the ego, the non-stigmatized means to reflective practice, the peak in the window to tranquility and self-acceptance, and the building of skills that serve for emotional management. In other words, for me, yoga was the foot back in the door to counseling. It allowed me to continue my journey to maintain my health and my life. Yoga continues to bring me peace and continues to keep me alive as I battle through mental illness and also to help others battle their illness as well. Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you find yoga is just as helpful in your life. And lastly, we have Kara Forrester. Hi, my name is Cara Forrester and this is the story of how yoga has changed my life. It makes me laugh actually because uh, the old Cara would never have believed that yoga could change her life and I can actually see her rolling her eyes at that Um, because back then for me exercise was just a means to an end and if I wasn't sweating buckets and enduring every single minute and feeling pushed to the limit the no pain, no gain, it wasn't worth it. And then two years ago this August, I was diagnosed with MS and everything changed. My future at that point became uncertain and I was acutely aware of the limitations that this condition might bring. And uh, what lay ahead at that point seemed really dark. So, you know, to prove that I was okay, I did really the only thing that I knew how to do back then. I worked harder and I did kettlebell workouts and 5K runs and I took on more projects at work. And the inevitable happened. I um, became so tired mentally and physically, I just crashed. And that wall that I had built up to cope collapsed too. So I was left feeling helpless, hopeless and just completely defeated. I knew the wall had to be rebuilt but at that point I knew it had to be different and I had to do it differently. So I decided quite early on that one of the bricks that I wanted in this new wall was to feel physically fit and at that point my therapist suggested well, why don't you try different classes like Pilates or yoga? And uh, I remember walking into my first yoga class about nine, ten months ago now, just not knowing what to expect. I um, I chose the class, I'll be honest, I chose the class because I thought it would be easy. <laughs> it would be an easy exercise. How many times have you heard that said about yoga, right? But uh, I thought I'd be able to cruise through it without any effort and... I was completely unprepared for the effect yoga would have on me. Um, And looking back, I I didn't realise it, but 
that day, that first step onto that mat was for me the first step on a new life journey. Um, from the moment I started, I absolutely loved it. Over the weeks, over the, the time that I spent um, in the yoga studio, I grew more confident again. I moved from the back of the class to the front of the class. And although I had developed a new physical strength and flexibility, um, yoga was teaching me so much more than how to just, you know, touch the floor with my head or <laughs> stand on one leg. For me, when I'm on the mats, I'm truly at peace. For me, every pose feels like its own meditation. And the connection I feel to my body, to the sense of something greater, to something bigger than me, it just can't be measured. I've got energy, I'm strong, I'm not anxious Cara, I'm not MS Cara, I'm not depressed Cara. On my mats, I'm present and connected and I can just be. I'm at peace, I'm in balance and the most amazing thing is that yoga has rippled out from the mat into other areas of my life. I had the confidence to write again. I've set up my own online magazine called The Queendom of Fife. And I'm also, most importantly to me, a more connected mum. Now, I would want to pay those gifts forward. I want to pass on what yoga has, has done for me and changed my life onto others. So I'm training to be a yoga teacher. And during um, one of my training weekends, for the first time in my entire life, I managed to do a headstand. And I realised that when life flips you upside down, you've just got to learn to love standing on your head. Namaste. That's it for the fourth edition of the Yogi Misfit Sessions with Fierce Calm. I'm so grateful to everyone who shared their stories. It takes a lot of courage and bravery to do so. Until the next Yogi Misfit Sessions, this is Danny saying peace out.